Hello weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice to the weird, white, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is my co-host Will. How are you this week, Will? I am absolutely fantastic, Sam, because I get to spend another week in the Anniverse exploring anime. And as an absolute noob as I am, that's really exciting because I get to experience things for the first time. I understand, obviously, you as the weeb might be a little bit jaded by some of the shows, but, you know, you get to bring something to a noob and experience it through my eyes, which is the whole point I can live vicariously through you. I can just sit here and be like, oh, I remember when I had such a twinkle in my eye and the naivety <laughs> of just enjoying anime because I don't enjoy anime anymore, Will. No, I'm just a hard veteran. Oh, man. I just have to, I sit through it. <laughs> I survive each season. <laughs> just criticizing as you go. Just <laughs> narrating over the top. Well, that is a shame. Um, but for you guys that haven't come to this show before, this is where we talk about anime. Sam usually gives us a show and we watch the first three episodes and the three, only three episodes. And then we pick it apart, we discuss it, and we decide whether it's good enough to show a noob, a novice, and get them hooked on anime. Yeah. That's basically it. We um, make a big list, try to get people involved and turn more people in the world into a beautiful weeb. Um, speaking of our big list, Will, have you been watching anything else uh, this week? Last week we checked out Jobless Reincarnation, Mushoku mm. Tensei. Um, I was wondering, how you last week watched episode four. You, can, you broke our sacred rule <laughs> and continued yeah. watching. Um, I yeah. was wondering if you had actually continued with that. Have you gone any further and watched more episodes? I have, yes. Um, yeah, it's so good. I really enjoy it. Yeah, he's he's gone to the new family. He's he's training mm-hmm. the the new girl. Um, and Eris. you know, I've I've watched. Yeah, I watched. What's she called? Eris. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, red haired red haired girl. That's what she's yeah. known as. It's still really good. I'm. I, I think the the they've just they just think so hard about how to keep it interesting. <laughs> Unlike. What we're watching this week, um, <laughs> which it could be described as a meth heads flip book of what? images. It's a meth heads flip book. That's what I'm describing it as. It's it's their okay. post it. It's it's their post it note wall. They've just taken a load of drugs. <laughs> they've written a load of things down and they just slapped it on a wall and then they've gone right. Record it now. Go. Well, what do you mean? Go record it. There's there's no narrative. There's no story. <laughs> just record it. There's there's funny bits here. I'm sure some people Trust will me. laugh at some things in this show. So trust record me, it, trust me, <laughs> and then pass the bong. Okay, um, so this <laughs> this week we are watching, uh, I'm talking about and discussing The Way of the House Husbando. Is, I, I, husbando. I, I added the O on because I, I wanted to do the voice. Um, I like it. No, I appreciate that. He is a bit, he's a bit of a snack. He's a bit of a husbando. So I, I'll, I'll let, let that pass. <laughs> Sam, why would anyone want to watch The Way of the House Husbando? Do you like having your expectations subverted, Will? Oh, do I? <laughs> because that's basically the entire premise of this show. It is a comedy uh, about an ex-Yakuza member who is now, as the title suggests, a house husband. He looks after the house, he does the chores, he does um, jobs around the house and in the street. Mm. Um, it's by JC Staff, who are known for their work on the Fate Stay Night franchise and also One Punch Man Season 2. It's a very particular styling of comedy. And I think if you are on board with the premise, then you're going to either think it's the best thing ever or 
the worst thing ever potentially yeah um and i'm going to be really excited to see which side of the fence of this you fall onto i think yeah. i have a bit of an inkling already um but shall we <laughs> <laughs> shall we jump into these first three episodes yeah let's uh let's chat husbandos okay well so for those maybe who haven't seen or are they've watched it a while ago and they're trying to get back around to it what is the way the house husband about give us a breakdown of these first three episodes okay so like i said it's a load of post-it notes that all just (laughs) seem to make some sort of coherent show um there is a like you said um a ex-yakuza guy he's very intimidating and very serious about everything he does but hey wait he's not a mobster anymore he is now a house husbando i've got to stop that he's a house husband and he no, i was hoping you're gonna run with that for the whole episode yeah just i mean i can i'm, I'm please I'm cool do i'm good with it i'm, I'm happy to self-indulge um nice we've got waifus husbandos everything yeah <laughs> waifus that came up oh that came up in um in the show the, anyway never mind intact um, right yeah, yeah, yeah so he's a He's called the Immortal Dragon. That's what he's known as in the mafia circles in the mobster yes. world. And um, he's very serious about everything that he does. And now what he does is house husband things. So he goes to the shops. He goes to buy a car. He goes to sell things in the marketplace. He cooks food and does jobs around the house. And he does it very seriously. And... Mm-hmm treats it like it's all life and death and sometimes it's funny other times <laughs> it's not and wow what a review sometimes it's is funny the... put that on the poster put that, that on the uh on the netflix advert sometimes it's funny yeah. you might get a chuckle i i think that's that's paying this a big compliment to be honest um <laughs> there were times throughout the show I'll, I'll 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 be fair there were times when i begrudgingly laughed um I didn't lo- oh. I didn't want to find this as funny as I did and there were some scenes and setups that were just like so ridiculous or so w- quite well played out that was like okay I can appreciate the comedy in there and that is funny. Um mm-hmm. but generally it was just the same gag over and over and over again yeah. and there literally was no narrative. What's the narrative here? Yep. It's Please, I'm a asking. Slice of life. Tell me. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a slice of life comedy. We're, we're coming in and we're seeing little vignettes of uh, Tatsu's daily house husbandry. We're seeing. Can you give me? Can you give me another slice of life comedy that we can just compare it to? Like Miss um, Kobayashi. Whoa. That's a slice of life, isn't it? Yeah, I guess that's probably the closest. We There's can a do. massive a dragon that comes in, and she has to learn to live with this dragon. Like that's a. That's a massive. That's that's a plot. She has to then like navigate her normal life with this massive change. This guy's yeah. just existing. <laughs> He's just. Doing I actually jobs. recently picked up the uh, the Kobayashi manga um, and read a bit of it, and it is as fast paced as the show. Like um, another point of comparison here is that each of the way of the house husband episodes is split into uh, smaller episodes. Air mm. quotes um, where we have this small contained story arc which sets up the joke pays off the joke has the punchline all contained and kobayashi tends to have the same kind of thing right where, but kobayashi it ranges from being either a 30 second skit to half an episode's adventure and yeah. this is lots of very quick maybe i'd say no more than five minute jokes at a time 
per mm. each of the three episodes. Would this and would this correlate really well with the chapters of a manga? Would this be like yeah? Would would each one sort of just be its own chapter? So it'd give you that beginning, middle, end sort of contained story every chapter, and then they've been yeah. they've been putting together to to make like a whole ep- five or um, six episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly right. The each um joke essentially each scene each arc is um a chapter of the manga and it's been adapted in uh in this way. I think the big thing that we need to talk about first and foremost um mm. is w- <laughs> whether we call this an anime or an animated manga <laughs> because right it does not move much. No. No it doesn't. Well, okay. The characters don't move much, much, but there is often a lot going on on the screen with like yes, fade not fades, but um transitions and mm. you know reels of of stuff flo- flowing down and like change of angle shots. There's not a lot of movement within the scene, but there is a lot of cuts between stills. <laughs> um, yeah, which which is why this seems jarring. to be more of a yeah, it's it's more of an anime manga than it is a, a, an anime proper because. The, did you, the just, level of deep- did you just create that term or is that is that a real thing maybe i've created it maybe i read it on a form it. board somewhere i'm <laughs> i'm gonna say that i created it it's my word now this animanga is my word and i want creditation every time it's used okay. in discussions um but yeah i've read the first chapter of the manga um as a comparison point and the the various cuts that you talked about in each scene mm. is basically cutting to each panel of the manga yeah but right in less detail but with voice acting and sound effects yeah so the the animation here is severely limiting like it's almost like watching a powerpoint click through yeah but i yeah. think what car did you watch? i'm assuming you watched it in the dub yes yeah i watched it in sub and honestly the the voice cast carries 90 percent of the humor yeah i would say so i would say the same in the dub hmm I, I, I flicked between the sub and the dub for a few of the jokes because I okay. wanted to see how it transitioned into oh, into English. Yeah. Um, but and I have to say the performance of uh, Kenjiro Suda in the Japanese is just, it's God tier. He's yeah. like, he's such a famous voice actor. And for him to come in with this deep, like dark drawl and he's mm. taking everything so seriously. I want to shout out the show-stopping scene in the first episode where he sings happy birthday <laughs> dude i i had tears of laughter the way that he just comes in and it's that japanese accent as well and it's just like oh people's day to you <laughs> oh people's day dear me how long does it go on for though before you reach that point where it's like okay i need more from this show because that is the whole yeah. thing over and over again. Like, That's the joke every time. I get that it's funny. I just, I just don't think it's enough to carry an entire anime. It's just, I don't True. know. I, don't, I, I feel I, like there's more they could do. And, and I've got, I've got suggestions later on that we'll talk about of ways to improve this. Um, for me, <laughs> how this would be better watching experience for me um uh, pe- i'm sure people will love it but like like the the guitar riffs the, the random the, the overbearing <laughs> guitar riffs in the background and the over intensity of everything like he can take things seriously and he can make the jokes but do we really need it slammed in your face every 10 seconds with this loud 
garish guitar music that just like mm. and big explosion explosive noises that just sort of yank the intensity up to a thousand i thought that the way that they use that there's a few times where they subvert the subversion almost where right i think that they use the premise and they use the fact that you think it's going to go in a certain way and then they swerve works for the humor for example they um yeah give me an example because i was thinking everything is so predictable (laughs) everything is the same um when he meets Masu for the first time, the blondie who used to be part of his gang. And oh yeah, okay. The the setup uh, it starts kind of as you would expect. He, um, yeah, he's saying serious yakuza stuff. He says, "Oh, let's go somewhere else. Let's settle this somewhere." And they go to a cooking lesson. It's like, ah, oh, there's the joke. Then they build on that. Like that's I, I found that quite funny in and of itself. The fact that he's sitting there, he's blushing when he makes his croquettes and. Then the extra level was Masu throwing the plate on the ground and uh, Tatsu saying, don't solve your problems with violence, only to then throw him out of a window and slap the shit out of him. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I guess. Like, it's that extra step. And I think the show does, for me, Mm. the show does just enough of that for me to actually get really on board with the humor, but I definitely think the delivery is probably why I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I think, um, in that situation, it it was like a nice extension from, you know, you've done, you've done the main gag and then it's this sort of follow up. And it, 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 again, this is where I, I hate to like the comedy because there are, Mm. they, they, there is some really funny moments in this show. Um, like with the, um, the guys when in the third episode when they go to the flea market that was when I I really didn't want to like that joke but it was funny because they were just he just kept pulling things out and he's like how about this item how about this and And the way that the dude's mind is going to the different terrible situations he's just connecting well the rubber rubber duck floats is is he saying that I won't float anymore I'm gonna sink and it's just and then like he then and the, the after joke is that he trains his legs his knees keep shaking yeah. and he trains his knees so much so that he's like, I'm not going to, they're not going to shake anymore. I'm going to make my knees stronger than ever. And it's so, <laughs> again, so over the top and so specific. And then he comes back and just falls on the floor and he falls on the floor in the same yoga pose that was like being shot down earlier in the episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I loved his naming of the yoga poses as well. That was good. <laughs> This is the position you take when you're ready to cut off your pinky. This is the position you take when you take a bullet to the head. <laughs> That's the kind of yoga that I can get behind. But but what makes it even better is the other characters' reactions. It's like, this is just <laughs> yeah. him. They know him for some reason. They're, they're all accustomed to him and get him and, and aren't fearful of him at all. And they're just like, maybe stop talking now. <laughs> it's just so just, just maybe maybe just stop for a bit it's okay it's okay we get it we get it you're we, a we scary dude you're a big bad man and you know we're all terrified but can we just get on with some yoga um <laughs> they're some of my favorite jokes that the show uh, decides to pull out is when the characters react in such like a mundane way to his over-the-top antics like there's a moment in the supermarket where he says, I'm here for the white powdery stuff. Yeah. And without yeah. missing a beat, the clerk just pauses and just goes, we don't sell yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I think he means the flower, dear. <laughs> but again, that bit's good. But I think it would be even better if I had some sort of 
investment in their relationship. Like the relationship at this yeah. stage between him and his wife, there's nothing there. Like in the shopping mall, she absolutely batters him and berates him for yeah. like his clothing and stuff. And I, and everyone's like, everyone, it's again, it's a nice twist. Everyone's looking at the argument and t- throwing all the shade onto him because he's this scary Yakuza dude. Uh, when in reality, yeah. she's giving him a load of grief and he's just taking it. But... <laughs> And that is funny. Oh God, I'm I'm. So, it's it's really painful to justify. This. <laughs> but but I, I I just want to know more about this relationship before I can then find their their banter funny. There is no banter at, at, in these first three episodes between them two. She sort of ignores yeah. him and goes off to work and leaves her food and doesn't eat her breakfast. And it's like, oh mm-hmm. poor dude. Um, I don't get where they. I don't want to. I want to know why they are together why has he yeah. why has he w- been willing to live this way away from the yakuza and i get yeah, why has he left it behind i get that in a comedy show you don't need intense backstory but comedy yeah. often plays off relationships and um personality so all mm-hmm. his jokes are based on that premise that he came from a yakuza background and is now in a day-to-day life i think you can make it funny, funnier by exploring that relationship between them and that dynamic and just maybe making it a bit clearer what the dynamic is there and why they're together. Mm. It it would be nice to have that kind of set up, um, especially near the beginning. But I think the show just hits the ground running with trying to, here's the premise and here's a a million different ways that it could work. Like even that first episode, like him bribing the cops with a coupon and then just him ending up covered in wine bleeding out or when the neighbors find him (laughs) which is brilliant (laughs) it's just it's trying to just show you the the breadth of it and then it starts getting a bit more clever with the premises as we hit episode three Mm -hmm. um but you're right i think because the wife is almost entirely absent for the first episode and Mm -hmm. most of the second i think yeah um we don't get this idea. We know that he loves her very much because he's clearly willing to just stay at home and do all the housework and make the bentos and everything like that. But there's not enough detail there. We get glimpses of it in the third episode, I think. And the show yeah. definitely does explain how they meet later down the line. But in these first three, it's more like she turns up when it's a punchline. Yeah. Not when it's yeah, yeah. Yeah. like just a normal day. And again, just to make it more relatable, I'd love... See, this is... He's in all these normal situations, but for a lot of it, there isn't as much interaction with with society as I'd potentially like. I'd like to see... Pe- day-to-day mm-hmm. people's reactions to him and his what he's doing because i think that would be really funny as well um but yeah. i guess it's very much his perspective on the world um so mm. Mm, i mean we get glimpses of that when we see characters like when he babysits the kid for example he the kid is just reacting as i guess a, re- a regular kid would when he's being uh, yeah. introduced to all these different like high gambling games and they have to <laughs> bury a body <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah, maybe I'm being overly critical there. But, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, the supermarket scene, 
was a good example of that. The yoga scene was good. Like the yoga scene was one of my favorites because it was just the, these people just not giving, giving you a shit about You can imagine a like, yoga instructor being like that in real life though. Like you've got an overly enthusiastic customer and, and they're just like, okay, let's settle down and just keep on going with the yoga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I just would love to have seen, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying the show should have done this because absolutely it is what it is. But I, I'm really curious to see how these people met and how they've come so used to him. Like when they first met him, were they just like terrified? And over yeah. the over the time, it's just like, or do you think are they are they friends with the wife? And the wife's just like he's a little uh, bit intense. He's a little bit intense. Once you get to know him, he's just a big puppy dog. Just just don't take him too seriously. He's he's PTSDing all the time. Like <laughs> that's his stick. He's just very. <laughs> just that's his one gag that's his one gag yeah um (laughs) like the car sales that was funny as well um oh when he's imagining all the different possible hitmen that are coming that's brilliant because it it gets more like the first one you're like oh is this actually a thing oh no then the second one okay so he's imagining it and then it just gets more ridiculous as (laughs) the old man pulls out a bazooka from the shopping bag and he's just i can't make people. this deal and he just like pops off with the cigarette yeah. like i have to walk away yeah. <laughs> i have to walk away from this deal yeah um so speaking of the gags and we've, we've kind of criticized for um the fact that it's the same thing played out over and over again and what we'd like to see but i, w- I want to know will what were your favorite gags what was your fate like you said the yoga scene was a personal favorite mm-hmm. What else in these first three? What was like the big standouts uh, to you in terms of what was the funniest? Um, the cat poop joke. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that that's a sentence that came out of your mouth is is equally as funny as the actual context of the joke. What is with the cat stories at the end of each episode? Like, it's so weird. It's so weird. Like, just this cat going off on his little adventures, but... But I do have cats and the (laughs) relatability was high. The relatability factor was high. Like I just genuinely imagine cat people are a bit weird anyway. So like I I, I massively appreciated the inner monologues of these cats because as a cat person, (laughs) I am ashamed to say that you do end up talking for the cats a lot of the time. And that idea that there's just this like when the cat meets the other cat and you just you you could just see it you could just it it feels believable it feels like these cats are genuinely (laughs) having these conversations and the dog the dumb dog that's just wrapped itself around his lead in its lead ah and the poop one it's just like poop here it's like it's it's gone back up it's, yeah and then the episode just fucking ends I'm just I, am, like, I, I can't remember what the other cat says but it's a, to the effect of I'm going to slap the shit out of you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm really going to suck you one yeah um, I was going to say as a, as a cat owner can you relate to the uh, to the fact that for one of my favourite jokes is when the old ladies walk into the house and he, he's covered in the wine yeah. and he's crawling he's like boss I messed up yeah <laughs> but th- there's a level there I feel only cat owners can truly appreciate in mm. terms of the amount of like the zero to a hundred chaos that happens after the Roomba hits the cat's tail. <laughs> um, yes, to a certain extent, we haven't had anything quite as dramatic as that, but the, um, 
for, for me, it was just the way the cat was getting involved in all of his business. Like he was, I think it was when he was cooking or something and the cat was just there and he ended up just going, nope, you're going out now. And he just throws it <laughs> and the cat's like, ah. Oh. Um, and that is, that is the epitome of cats. They just sort of go about their business. You'll be cooking and they'll just walk across the surface and get in your way. And it's like, dude, you're contaminating all the goods here. Just piss off. Um, and you end up I mean, your cats are pretty away. messy as well. Like, you've sent me photos of, of the fallout of the cat food hitting the floor and yeah. <laughs> them just nonchalantly sitting there just like, yeah. They're just, they're just very dis- destructive. Like, they'll sit on top of surfaces and if there's something there, they will look at it. Then they will consider whether it, it needs to stay or not. And then they'll just w- swipe with its paw. And in, like, a, a very human action, just knock it flying and just send it sprawling across <laughs> not accidentally very very purposefully and deliberately just cause havoc for because they can um yeah oh. cats are oh, douches dear. man um cats are douches can confirm outside of the cat jokes there um i did enjoy the flea market one i thought that was pretty imp- pretty good with the him going cycling through those different things i thought there was some subtle ones like I liked, I really liked the Instagram post with the foods. It's so funny. It's so and subtle. And then there's the, the extra layer of like, the only reason he's got the one like, is because it's his wife who liked oh, it. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't get yeah. that. I didn't get that. <laughs> and he's just like, yes. <laughs> it's just this, this small victory. Yes. They're so, he's so proud. <laughs> and the other guy's sitting there so dejected. Like, <laughs> at zero oh. likes. So if you can't remember, they basically, they have a cooking of, a cooking competition and they take, instead of, I was like, how are they going to really decide this? Is it going to be a food wars? A bit, there was a food wars scene early on with the. There was with, a lot of food wars, uh, like back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Um, and are they going to like give it to a customer and they're going to vote? No, they take a photo and put it as food <laughs> porn onto Instagram and just basically see who gets the most likes. And in their heads, they must have been thinking, Oh, this is going to be great, but surely they've done this before and know that it doesn't. That they haven't got any followers. Maybe like basically they get zero likes apart from um, the the dragon dude who gets one like and he's got the victory. And it's, yes, uh, yes. And they sit there and celebrate with their what was it almond strawberry yogurt or whatever it was. I, feel I like love the it. Cats as well. there at that point as well, isn't it? For some reason, potentially. Masu is the the blondies there. Yeah. I love his commentary the whole time, like because it then it suddenly does feel like an episode of Food Wars. That and the hamburger in the first episode, yes, where <laughs> like I don't know, man. There's there's just something about it that just tickles me, and the way that they are so happy to just put these absurd situations and have just such a mundane payoff that is funny and then there's an extra layer that's even funnier i'm just like i'm i'm genuinely having more fun talking about it though than i did watching it that's the thing like i don't know Mm. whether i was just a bit cynical throughout the after the first the first episode wasn't a great first episode i don't think to hook someone in i don't think i think the gags that i remember more are the ones that happen in the later episodes um yeah once they've kind of found their footing and they're kind mm. of they're more confident to stretch the, the where, premise and which which is the scene when he's about to chop off his fingertip 
Oh my god, that's in the f- that's the first episode. That's after he sings "Happy Birthday" and he gives her the present, and, oh, she's, and already she's already got, got the Blu-ray. It. I knew, I knew that would have happened. Like I, pre- I, I was watching it. I was like, she's definitely got this. Like if she's this obsessed, she's definitely got the Blu-ray. Uh, and he's just like, he spent so long asking for advice and getting the gift and wrapping it. She's like, I've already got it, and it's just. It's basically Dobby the, accept the punishment. <laughs> Dobby the house elf. It's just this. Oh no, I screwed up. I'm going to punish myself. And it it is it, very sadomasochism or whatever it is um, throughout this, where he's like he is punishing mm. himself. He's like tie me up and drop me off into the drop me off in the river. <laughs> it's like I, I failed. Do it. Do it. Do it, like, do okay. it now. I get your kink. This is this is this is your this is you. Ah, I found it. <laughs> the wife's just a freak in the bedroom. That's why he left the Yakuza. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that but genuinely like that is it. Like I've watched a few um documentaries and uh videos of ex Yakuza members talking about what it's like when you're a member and that loyalty and that fierce sense of duty exists and people will make up for mistakes by cutting off their fingers or by um, They'd have to be pretty big mistakes. I feel like Getting the wrong mm. birthday gift. If, if that's your level of chopping off fingers, you're going to be <laughs> limbless by the time you're like two years into your... By the time like you've reached, I don't know, your second um, anniversary. It's just like, I oh, know, I forgot the sugar. Oh, I forgot this. Ah, oh, I did this. Just chopping off limbs. Polycure is a, is, a, is a tricky topic. You've got you've to get it right. <laughs> yeah. I you end up say- as a bag of potatoes by the time you going on your <laughs> on your honeymoon it's gonna be a, a tricky situation yeah uh invent a guy the yakuza that cuts his finger off for every slight misdemeanor <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's a new show that's the worst yakuza member ever he lasted a week <laughs> it was only one season <laughs> and then we had to bail out because well, he, well, he had no limbs he, left well once 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 he chopped off his the fingers on one hand can he, oh, yeah, he can't do it on the other he'd have to use like a guillotine that he can elbow across now you've got to just tactically do it just keep your like the last ones on one hand it's got to be your thumb and your forefinger oh like a pincer you go and then eventually pincer you've got just like yeah 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 pincer so that you can keep like holding yeah. and chopping and then eventually <laughs> I, I reckon i reckon if you with enough force i think you could, you get, could hold a knife in your mouth and <laughs> you, you chop have to get off another really str- really strong uh, fingers you, you just become known as the claw guy or like the claw it, the claw you know his you know his nickname stumpy it's just that. stumpy yo this is stumpy nugget nugget <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, um that's that's a show i'd watch um <laughs> not so, entirely sure that i would as well right so this show is funny it's bizarre I, th- I d- have you got any odds and ends before we get into the three questions? Because this is like, this is th- this the final question is going to be really tricky here. Because I, it's it's just that mm. idea. Like, does it do enough to get into the thing? Anyway, but before we get to that, I've got odds and ends. These these episodes are shorter than what um we usually watch. They were like seven, yeah, seventeen it. to nineteen minutes. Um, these first yeah. Three. So this was um co-produced by netflix another one of the netflix original anime uh, that they were trying to shill and trying to produce and kind of make us forced into netflix prison so because the chapters are so short and because the vignettes that we uh, actually get exposed to and we see are 
not very long. The actual episodes themselves reflect that. The episodes can range between 14 minutes and, and 20 minutes, whereas okay. a usual anime that airs on TV mm. tends to have to have the full 24-minute episode, including OP and ED. Because this is fully just released with Netflix, uh, they had a bit more leeway so they could make the episodes as long or short as they needed to. Mm. So it's, it's a lot more digestible, I guess. You can kind of... Yeah. And I know when I first watched it, I binged the first five episodes uh, in one sitting because I was like, yeah. yeah, okay, 15 minutes at a time, just under two hours of my day, and I get some chuckles. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, you say that, but it's even shorter, isn't it, when you consider the ED and that length of... The ED starts with like three minutes to go and then it finishes and it's like mm. credits and black screen for ages. So it's like, again, it cuts it yeah. down to like, like you say, 15 minutes and then... OP. There's probably only about ten minutes of content um, in in these episodes, um, and still it's intense and almost too much. It, it, it's a lot. <laughs> it is. A lot. I remember the first time I watched through them. Um, by the time I hit episode five, I was like, "Wow, yeah, this, this sure is yakuza time." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does it does it change um, pacing or anything, or does it change like? Um, is there, does it does it become more deep with story or anything like that? Or is it literally the same scenes, same situations? It definitely does start feeding in more lore and um, okay. how the main couple met and um, okay. a bit more, a few more details about his past. Like we already know Massa as uh, a, an old member of his gang and we meet the rival Yakuza boss. We meet two rival Yakuza bosses. Um mm. <laughs> speaking of like favorite scenes yeah the scene where he goes to the flash sale and he yeah i forces the other i was (laughs) i loved it the fact that he's chased into the store yeah he ropes in the other boss to hold his uh flash sale purchases and then he judos gloves onto his hands because it's getting cold outside and that triggers like a oh, deep repressed yeah. memory. It's the epiphanies <laughs> that these guys have. The, the knife salesman has one when he eats his food. He's like, this is the best thing ever. What am I doing selling knives? <laughs> it's just changed his life. And yeah, he has it with the gloves. And then and then the um, even uh, Torajuro, is it? The, 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 the steel-fisted dragon, ti- no, teal, steel-fisted tiger. The blonde guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he massive. Um, massive. He um, he has the same thing, doesn't he? When he when when they're doing the cooking, and he realizes maybe maybe the way of the house husband is the same as the way of the as yakuza. Being a yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they're linked. Teach I will me follow. Yeah. It, so see, I'm sat here grinning and of, smiling, but it's ridiculous. Go on, carry on. Speaking of the the, the sub and dub differences, uh, mm. the, the main joke that I flicked between was the DIY segment. All right, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. in the in the <laughs> sub, there's there's a moment where um, Tatsu basically shouts, do it to yourself right, in yeah, English. Yeah. And then Tatsu goes, I don't know English. What's he saying? <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, I wonder how that works in English, like in right. the dub. Yeah, so like yeah. I flicked it across and I loved it because he sh- he still shouts do it yourself. But then the joke is switched so that it's just that Tatsu's uh, not Tatsu uh Masu Masa is a dumbass and mm. doesn't know what DIY stands for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that is interesting. Changing the uh, con- complete completely changing the joke there. Um 
but still, mm. still, it works. still lands. And I think this is a great argument for for localization in dubbing. Like if mm. they did it exactly, and it's still him going, "I don't speak English," he says in English, <laughs> like that wouldn't have landed. <laughs> but they took the time to really think about the context and change it up. So <laughs> what like, does that, he, that's a really good effort. What does he say when the guy attacks him with a knife and he's like, if you're going to use sharp objects to cut two before, <laughs> you should make sure no, no, no one's around or something like that. It's, it's so, funny. It's like absolutely nailed by the two by four. And he's like, yeah, that's some damn good that's wood. That's a damn good <laughs> bit of wood. <laughs> and he's just bleeding profusely. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, Okay, it's OPs. Good. We need to do OPs. Oh yeah, OP and ED. Um, ah, no. I, I like the songs. Uh, let's go for the OP first. Okay, like I like that it's a hard rock, like almost kind of screamo song. Yeah, absolutely. I do like it, and there are some moments in the OP that I I enjoy, like the eight bit kind of almost video gamey yep. form of yep. him on the bike, like cycling around. I like that. Um, but. It is just a lot of manga panels coloured in, just flashing up. There's a bit of 3D in there, really, isn't there, really with the with the blue road at the end that sort of comes out. Yeah, there's, I suppose. I, there's and and you know there's there is the sort of gamified eight bit stuff that you talked about, which I really liked. The sort of eighties Sega mm. or whatever that's going on yeah. here, and you've got. I don't know. You, it, I feel like then there's the, then there's the intense visuals and the explosive sort of stuff that goes really well with the music and the back and and, and the yeah. backing i genuinely think i didn't necessarily enjoy it that much but i thought it was they i thought it was a good op i think it was in keeping with the show <laughs> just a lot <laughs> yeah of, it was on brand it was definitely on <laughs> brand um and i think they were adventurous with the visuals because i thought they jumped between quite a lot of genre uh, styles yeah the um, styles do shift a lot throughout the op so so i was i was fairly generous and i gave this sort of like an eight out of ten with with regards to Ah. piece because i it wasn't like i didn't particularly love it and the song i'm not not particularly into that genre of music but i appreciated the effort that they'd gone to and i thought like we said it's it's Mm. on brand it matches the show right yeah Yeah. it it fits yeah Uh, yeah no i see that yeah i was going to give this uh, a forgotten lunchbox out of ten Right. Oh, that's harsh. Yeah. But you've convinced me. And actually, I'm going to say I've forgotten lunchbox that has been re-delivered just before she got on the train. Nice. Out of 10. Okay. So, so it, it was yeah. saved in the last act, I, like I feel. It. Yeah. yeah. You, you've convinced me. Yeah. What about the ED? <laughs> what did you think to um, a cat walking for <laughs> a long time? Yeah. It's got, it's got that like silhouette of a cat that just jumps around the screen for a bit. Um Highlights of the episodes in that sort of grainy yellowed sepia, um, mm. sepia tone. Uh, I, it's it's all right. Like the singing's a bit weird. There's some. There's a nice. It's kind of like an anchor style of Japanese sure. singing, which is very that very kind of it, it. It's that feeling of like a very passionate mm. man singing over the top. But I liked the guitars that came into it as well. Like I liked that it was still trying to be kind of heavy, even though it's like a this. I use ballad a lot. I feel when I'm describing OPs and EDs, so yeah. I'm not going to use ballad. Okay, but it's him kind of being almost operatic with the way that he's approaching the song. Um, and I, I, I like it. I think again, it fits the theme of the show, and for it being an outro, it's okay. But 
eh. <laughs> I, I just don't think it's that good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I it, it, there's nothing to write home about. It'd probably be sort of very middly four out of five, four or five out of ten, mm. or like a pickup truck as the perfect car for this couple out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> which is a, which I like it. wasn't the perfect joke. I liked the progression, and I liked I liked her response to that. It was just no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm firmly saying no to this um, <laughs> veto. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd give it a cat's walking out of ten. A cat's walking. Because you know, out of 10. Look, cat's look, walk. look at him go. Look, look at him do that thing. He's he's doing it. He's doing a thing. Proud <laughs> of you, buddy. I, I give this a <laughs> a little bit of poop came out in the garden out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I I give this the poop went back inside out of ten. <laughs> oh, that's not a nice feeling though. That, that's, that's not a good one. That's not a good. That's one. not a good. That's not a good score. Okay, Okey doke. So before we um jump into our big three questions yeah. and kind of give the show the final say mm. are there anything else that jumps out to you anything like any jokes or particular moments that stood out to you in particular i i don't think so the jokes yeah no no have you got anything i just want to call out my favorite joke in the possibly okay. the entire three episodes oh actually yeah i've got one more thing but you go first go okay I think it's maybe episode two. And I love mm. that Masu, mm. when approaching a bunch of other Yakuza members, I think it's the DIY segment, mm. he Googles how to fight lots of guys. <laughs> and I fucking died. <laughs> I was like, and the fact that he's sitting there just being like, wait, 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 the signal's bad. It's just loading. <laughs> I... It absolutely killed yeah. me. It laid me out. It was so funny. And the, yeah. just the full commit. There was no jokiness in his voice. He was just fully committed to just being like, I'm going to Google how to win. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that is modern day. It, it's very relatable. Like any situation, I just need to Google it. I just need to Google. Just so I don't look dumb. I'm just going to Google whatever these guys are talking about. Or I'm just going to do this. Just gonna, I need to find more before I interject, before anything happens here. Google will save me how to fight lots of boys they should do they should they should make um like a a spoof where like google is a superhero and just flies around saving people's days with like menial googling tasks so like people are like stuck in stuck um on the street not knowing where to go so google comes along and throws a map at them and is like here here is your map and here is where you need to go go down there turn left it will take you three minutes and 50 seconds Thank you, Google San. You've <laughs> saved the day. I mean, I would watch that. I imagine that would be quite um, sort of. What's the word? Where um, it's this? It's the one joke. Google is here to solve your problems. It is. It is. <laughs> and this. it's that joke every time. It's just how can you manipulate that? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. No. I mean, that. To be fair, I think I missed that joke. That 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 went way over my head, or I just missed it. So that sounds very comical. Um, my only other comment that I wanted to make was, um, mm-hmm. and this just goes to the to the manga, really. Um, what a cool cosplay this guy would be! Like, oh, dude, can you easy... I want to, I want to do it so bad. <laughs> it would be really simple and instantly effective. Um, just a red line down the face and an apron and a nice shirt. Yeah, and then maybe the just draw a little bit of a tattoo. Maybe, oh. uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it'd be dope. Um, okay, right, we'll uh, leave it there for this part of the show. Right, we need to discuss the big three questions. We um, do indeed. So we look at concept and execution. Uh, we look at any turn-offs to the show, and then we weigh it all up and see if it does enough to entice does it enough to get over those barriers basically and can we still consider this a gateway show sam concept and execution what is the concept of this show it's fairly straightforward right yeah pretty simple it's uh, an ex yakuza is now living as a house husband and he takes his new profession a hundred percent uh seriously mm. all of the time yeah and that is literally it it's just seeing how that concept plays out in the real world for three episodes plus um so you get all these little slices and vignettes and yeah so does it does it do a good job of carrying that out because it's gone full comedy it's not gone narrative yeah, yeah. it's not gone there's no drama there's, yeah. there's no like it's full humor. i think for me, the concept is gold. Yeah. It's absolutely wonderful, but the execution leaves a lot to be desired mm, in some areas. Interesting. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. This is going to be an interesting one. I know. I think that watching him interact and the way that they play with that core joke is hilarious. Yes. And I really enjoy it. The animation, I'm get, like, let's be honest, is awful. It's yeah. just, it's again, like you said, it's a meth heads flip book. It, it, um, it gives me a headache, <laughs> like it, trying to track things and like the way they chop between yeah. things and the intense scene angles and stuff. Sometimes it's just too much and it just hurts my head. It's like trying to take a manga, which is essentially what they've done. They've taken the manga and they've just made anime versions of the panels which means that you're losing a lot of the detail from those original panels yeah. and then just slide showing them um with voice acting i will say that this I, I feel that the sound effects and the voice acting are stellar i think that they are up there and that is the main reason why i give this show as much of a pass as i do when you say because, sound effects do you also include ost in that like the actual guitar riffs yeah. and stuff okay I know that you you said earlier that you didn't like it and it mm. was kind of overbearing, but I think that it adds to the <laughs> it adds to the comedy. Like when he like there's a super serious moment and it's like the dum sound effect and it's like oh he's making a lunchbox. <laughs> yeah, my, my 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 criticism with it is it's done too mm -hmm. much. Like I like it, but I feel like it should be saved for potentially the climax of the episodes or two, maybe three times in the show. But it seems to be yeah. every beat of the joke has it. Like, yeah. you know, before you even get to the punchline, it's, it's this, then this, then this. It's like in one of those mini episodes, you'll have like five big bombastic sound effects. And it's like, mm. I just, you know, there's no downtime here and there's no crescendo of the joke um i think that speaks to the way that the manga is mm. structured as well because often you will so when you're reading the manga you'll turn the page and it'll be like this big impactful super detailed um reaction shot or scene um to set up the joke and that's usually accompanied by like um 
like in comics, like in, in Western comics, you get like pow and wham yeah. and whatever. There's equivalence in Japanese, which is like go, 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 which means like menacing. And that's supported in the anime uh, that's cool. by bringing in um, those heavy sound effects. And so yeah. because each mini episode is covering an entire chapter, every single setup of the intense sounds has to be accompanied by something. And yeah, that's why we get this over, almost oversaturation, if you will, of um, heavy SFX and soundtrack in the background in the OST. Mm. But I will give the OST credit. They did do an entire polycure o- opening song for for like three jokes yeah <laughs> it's like every time they mention uh polycure it's like oh and then the theme song plays and i'm like this yeah. isn't real <laughs> but you've done a theme song for it why not okay yeah no that's fair yeah that, that, that's the nice touch um okay so we're, we're sort of concerned about the execution of this but we like the concept yeah. the turnoffs then for me it's obviously the mm-hmm. overbearing nature of the show, the sort of intenseness of every single cut and every single scene that I think as a casual watcher of the show might just be a, mm. enough to turn someone off. Um, apart from yeah. that, the, the lack of narrative and the lack of building those relationships with other characters so that you... Yeah, there's not a through line, is there? Yeah. And, and, and sort of giving the viewer something else to watch for like the comedy is good, but it's almost like a stand-up. You know, you're you're going. I guess you have to. It, it's a okay. mi- maybe a mindset thing. Like you don't want narrative in a stand-up. Um, so it's just joke, 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 and you watch it for that purpose. Um, so mm-hmm. potentially it's just changing your perspective and watching this for the jokes. But I think there's potential to have just a little bit of narrative so that you, as the show goes on, you invest more in these characters and the jokes become better because of that um yeah and arguably they do we've only watched three episodes so it's not it's not an absolute outright write the show off but i would have just liked to have seen more hints of how that might develop in the future and i guess we have with yeah his relationship with the other yakuza member um so maybe it is there maybe i'm just not maybe i'm just too dense to see it (laughs) yeah i I think for for me turnoffs is the the big one for me as a veteran coming in is is the animation because yeah. i know okay. there are so many comedy shows out there uh even that we've covered on the show um uh, miss kobayashi's dragon maid is a comedy that not only is the writing really really good but also they sell it with the animation and because it's an anime and they can do anything with it they do and they elevate the comedy to new levels by making it this beautifully animated thing um, another show that comes to mind, which I've not actually watched yet, is uh, Nichijo or mm. My Daily Life, which is a, it, it's a slice of life. There's no overarching narrative. It's just these kids at school doing whatever, but it's animated with such passion and finesse that it elevates all the comedy to literally legendary status. Like right. I can't go a day on Twitter without finding a Nichijo gif. Yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. of like, of the principle of a high school suplexing a deer in slow motion with like black and white filters like popping off everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but here I think it's a missed trick. The animation mm. is so limited, and they build it as an anime, 
but when in reality it's more just like it's it's almost like an audiobook yeah for manga i guess mm. and you just we'll just have it on uh, in the background as you're reading the manga that'd be fun yeah <laughs> like because i loved and that's it like that is such a turn off but also at the same time i love the voice performances even yeah. to the fact that uh um the main voice actor uh kendro suda he actually did a live action rendition of the Roomba um, skit where he does like, he's in character, he's done the cosplay and he's sitting there doing like, he makes the lunchbox and then he talks to the Roomba about how it's his turf now. Like this, and there's there's even like, you know that this is kind of to go back to the concept a little bit, you know, it's so good because they've actually done a 12 episode live action adaptation of the manga which was super popular when it came out let's watch that um (laughs) yeah right (laughs) we need to do some live action stuff at some point like we never we should we never did the death note movie which we need to do the death note movie we need to do bleach we need to do uh (laughs) where the house husband there we go (laughs) but yeah Yeah. um in in terms of turnoffs i think for me the animation is the big stickling stickler um, yeah. But what I really want to know, Will, is our final question mm. and the, does it make you want to watch more? No, I can't. I can't. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It was funny, but it was sort of a, like I said at the beginning, it was a begrudgingly laughing. I, 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 I was begrudgingly laughing throughout this where mm. I found it funny. I found the jokes did land and it had a certain charm to it. Um. I, for me personally, I just think, and for any newcomer, like you said, the animations, we're watching anime, mm. the animation's probably not good enough to hook a viewer. The first episode alone, I think, would turn off people because I don't think it's, it, it throws you so far into the deep end. Yeah. With the jokes and the the world that it's, that it's trying to offer you that it's a bit like, whoa, okay, I'm not sure which, what, how, how I'm supposed to take this. Um, yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think it does enough, really, to to hook a, a, an absolute novice. What about you? See, I'm in the opposite camp. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. Yeah, I really love this show, and okay. I like. So, if you look, if I look at my um, my Annie list, and we look at the score that I gave it, I gave this show a six point five. Mm, that's not very good. I, I exactly because i see so much potential in the concept and for me that's the that's the sticking point i adore the concept and for me this style of humor just speaks to me and it's pinged <laughs> and it's just like it's yeah. great mm. and I, i'm i'm finding myself howling even though because like you i watched the first episode and i was really disappointed because it was so bare bones and it felt like it was just a cheap cash grab of the manga yeah. and it was just like oh i'm just going to trace the drawings and here we go here's the new show that we're going to like promote to everybody but watching it and actually like engaging with the content i was like oh my god this is fucking hilarious mm-hmm. this is so funny for, for me personally and obviously that's that's an opinion thing the only caveat that i have is I agree with you that for a newcomer, if you watch this and you think that, like, if you're thinking of somebody who's almost totally fresh, watching this is going to be like, oh, what am I watching? Yeah. I'm watching 
trash. I'm watching... And you wouldn't understand the full amount of Yakuza culture or, like, the idea that this is, like, an anime and everything else. And it wouldn't give a good impression of what Mm. anime is. This is, like, the bottom of the barrel. We're just going to throw it out there. I think as an adaptation, they did the best that they could with the voice acting and the sound effects. But obviously, the actual production of the animation is pretty bad. I think the best thing that I can say about this is that it's a wonderful advertisement for the manga. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I agree with you. I think that All right. I'm going to watch more. Yeah. Because I like the voice acting and I like seeing that. But I think as a total novice, I think you wouldn't want to watch more after seeing this because it's just, it's too bare bones and there's too much that, I, I again, the concept is golden. I think and anybody and everybody should go read the manga or give this a go eventually, but not as your first anime. Yeah, I think um, a good example. I was just, I was just as we as you were talking, um, the, the the comedy and the the lack of narrative structure potentially and the lack of world building. I think the complete opposite end of the spectrum to this show is uh-huh. um, Devil is a Part Timer. Because you have oh, yeah. some intense <laughs> lore and backstory that is almost arguably yeah. too much, but that's almost what makes it funny because you know how it... And if they'd sort of gone into this sort of... If they'd done a backstory of the Yakuza and had these really dark... Like the first five, the first three minutes of the show is like this gritty, dark world where he's like mm. existing in this thing and then it, it cuts to... Or, or there's, there's, some, there's some funny transition... To, to him now as a house husband or, or there's some really funny circumstance that meant he had to leave i don't know it'd just be interesting to see if you did deepen that backstory would it then mm. have more impact with this character because again if you invested in the character more then you're more likely to stay for the comedy because you're like ha this is this character doing this i like this character look at him be an absolute idiot um yeah. Whereas at the minute, it's just a random generic Yakuza guy that I don't have any connection or affiliation with. So there's that yeah. side of it. And again, with again with Devil is a Part-Timer, the, the jokes land. The jokes are funny, but a lot of it is based around the relationships between the characters. A lot of it's based mm. around, um, I can't remember, is it Lucifer? Well, no, Lucifer's the main, what's, what's the sidekick, the blonde, the, the white-haired dude? Yeah, you're, oh, you're not going to remember. Best boy. Yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's, their, it, it's their interactions. Their dynamic, yeah. Their... Yeah. But hey, you know. Uh, so I think we'll leave it there with regards to the way of the house husband, who has not, think so. f- unfortunately, not done enough to hook a noob into the show. Um, but a lot of positives to take from it. And, um, you know, there will probably yeah. be a time when I, when I need a, a laugh and a giggle and this is... I know what I'm going to get with this. I know that I'll get some chuckles. So uh, I, I probably will revisit at some point. But for now, you, it's not good enough to get into the anniverse. There's just too many, um, yeah. too many holes. So sorry, the way of the house husband. Um, you're not in the anniverse. Sam, 
We're going to yes. move into our final segment of the show, which is Slice of Life. That we are. We, we appreciate you all listening this far. If you've liked what you've heard, make sure you tell a friend, spread the podcast far and wide, and uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and keep up to date with what we're doing, what um, what we're watching, how we're sort of... Uh, following up on these shows because you know sometimes we'll post about like uh what we're what what we stuck with what we think about things um and mm-hmm. send us a message Ch- tell us what you think about the way the house has been had have we been too overcritical potentially like i do i do feel a little bit d- dirty yeah i feel a li- yeah a little bit just because the comedy if you watch it purely for the comedy it is funny it's good right it is yeah good. like it like it's got it's got chops yeah. it's got community chops exactly. it's just that in, in, yeah. in today's society you need more than just a one-trick pony you need like a whole herd of stallions that can just charge full front <laughs> full, full full pace ahead. You, like, <laughs> you like my metaphor? i really like that yeah i really like that you, um, you need more than a pony you need a herd of stallions yeah can um, i get that on a t-shirt sure sure I, <laughs> why not um okay guys okay if we get enough listens we will make that t-shirt and we will uh we will sell it at cost so you can have the <laughs> our uh... first our first merch <laughs> we will make no profit on it it'll just be for the banter Christ. Um, okay uh yeah we'll move into slides so thank you all for listening uh tell a friend and we'll see you next week if you're not sticking around bye <laughs> Oh, is that here a, we are in slice of life. Is that a Gengar on your t-shirt? Or are you just that is a Gengar on my t-shirt. Do you like it? Yeah, I do. It's cool. It's, even, saw... the, it's even Katakana. It's like a ah. Gengar. Ah, nice. Yeah. No, I, I just saw the spikes. So I was oh. like, that looks very like a the top of a Gengar head. I, I, see a, I know a Pokemon when I see it. Where, where does the Gengar mm. body start and the head stop? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Maybe, maybe yeah. the, the head <laughs> is the front and the body is the back. What if the body is the head and the head is the body? What happens then? I don't know. What if those legs uh, and arms are actually um, ears and noses? What if it's just a haunter that has connected its arms? Oh. Oh. How does right? a haunter right. control its arms? If you grab a haunter's arm, can it? Could you take it away from its body? No, nah, because it's a ghost, so you can't touch it. Okay. <laughs> Well, then it can't touch me and I'm safe. Fuck you, Haunter. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. yeah, get fucked, Haunter. Gengar supremacy. <laughs> Boys. <laughs> so have you been watching any Pokemon this week, Sam? Or have you just getting the t-shirt? You know, I, I actually have. I watched... Uh, B- <laughs> Weirdly enough. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I watched uh, Bidoof's... I think Bidoof's Big Stand or something. Uh, mm. the, the Pokemon company has been releasing some uh, Pokemon animated shorts uh, over the past year uh, from very talented animators in the industry uh, we had a tr- uh, train one with a, a scraggy we had pokemon Those are a lot of evolution words. there's a lot of words that you will not understand if no. you've not been playing pokemon um they did a bunch of short anime episodes uh, based on each region called pokemon evolutions i believe uh, which are very good and yeah, just it, it was just nice to see some really, really high quality animated Pokemon stuff. So I actually have been watching a bit of Pokemon. The, po- uh, the Pokemon universe is, a, is, a, is an unusual one, isn't it? Um, it's very unique in like the extent it's been explored. Yet 
I still see like a lot of modern media that focus on the originals and like the, mm. they, they seem to sort of reboot stuff a lot and have, or as we call them, gen oneers. Gen oneers. <laughs> I mean, I am purely a gen oneer. Um, yeah, like, true. It's just because I'm too lazy to explore any of the other generations. Um, and Dude, there's like, there's so many Pokemon now. I know. Like, it's, it's, how many are there? I was confident. Okay, so I was confident naming Pokemon up to about 500. We're now sitting on about 850 plus. Right, nice. Like, it's That's ludicrous. A lot of Pokemon. It's, uh, so many. There are people out honestly. there that will ha- just be able to know everything. Oh Pokemon, yeah, they'll, right? they'll know all of them. That's insane. Yeah, absolutely. Like I I recognize most Pokémon, but I couldn't name mm. all of them. I think I could up to Gen 5, I think I've mostly got it. I can name wow. 1 to 4. I backed myself. Yeah, no that's still really impressive. Back at uni, we did a <laughs> we finished a lecture once and we were like me and two mates were like well, we've got to wait three hours for the next lecture. What do you want to do? So we went to the library. Pokemon. And we're like, okay, who can name all 151 original Pokemon? And so we sat there for like a good hour yeah. just going through every single one. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, I've, I I've won, done... by the way, just to, just to throw that out of there. Course, of course you did. I would, I would be disappointed if... It, I think I feel like you should have been <laughs> given I a handicap. I feel like you should have had a shorter time period to do it in, to be honest. <laughs> Um, a two by four to the brain. To- yes. Yeah. To, <laughs> before you start, <laughs> that is a good piece of wood. Um, okay. Have you been watching anything else, dude, apart from Pokemon? What have you been up to? Um, so the new anime season is upon us. Uh, a lot of holdovers, uh, from last season, which uh, I'm involved are- in. Yeah. You are involved in because obviously the biggie is attack on Titan, the final season part two. Yeah. Uh, I must say, the first episode back, I think, is one of the best Attack on Titan episodes as an adaptation that the entire series has done. Oh. They added extra scenes. The Titans in 3D look even better than they did before. The direction of the very first scene in Before the OP is amazing. The OP, can we talk about the OP? I guess we can. Yeah, I guess. Getting in a like it's it's almost like Death Note season two, right? With the screaming opening, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like I'm so here for it. Yeah, like they're just like rumbling, rumbling. Yes, it's coming. Duh! I'm just like fucking hell. I'm here. I think it's literally the end of an era. I think they they genuinely know you cannot top the openings. Or they they thought maybe you can, but they they thought we 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 can't do it. Like I I don't know how to top the openings we've had so let's just go big it's the final let's just let's just go huge let's just go colossal colossal <laughs> um yeah we can't on a technical level we and and a sort of like a nostalgia point of view we can't beat what we've already got so let's just go big um and that was apparently the entire thing was solo animated by one dude okay like his one job for this season was make the op and make it a banger and it fucking popped off. Yeah. Like the moment where Aaron screams in time with the music. Yeah. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Do you think like. He's um, still my anime heart. I, I imagine he had a lot of uh, oversight and he ran things by people. But I just oh, yeah. think it'd be funny if he just trapped himself in a room. <laughs> came out at the other end at like three months later <laughs> with this 
this uh, animation and it was like completely garbage or like completely shifts the tone <laughs> to like this chibified kitty like <laughs> dancing and singing and like <laughs> it's just Aaron but he's a house husband yeah <laughs> Mikas yeah. is going like running out to work and he's got a chain like he turns into the attack titan to deliver the lunchbox before she leaves <laughs> or he's in a maid outfit or something and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> i need i need titan erin in a maid outfit fan artists do your thing so yeah aside from titan uh the other big thing and it's something we covered quite recently actually uh i'm watching season two or part two of the case study of venetus oh cool yeah so the first episode that aired this weekend uh as of recording and yeah it's it's nice it's good uh more sexy vampire boys doing sexy vampire things so fantastic um all good the only other thing i have um that i had done this week which isn't technically this week but as of our recording schedules it fits in okay i, I saw spider-man oh you did oh you oh. did oh man <laughs> and will and i sat and had like a good hours conversation about just yeah. everything to do with the final film it yeah. is incredible yeah how so a week on how have you reflected do you, how does it rank compared to other movies honestly i i think it might be my favorite spider-man movie because yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything because, you know, yeah, it, it, maybe it's difficult to go to the cinema now and, and whatever, but the way that it ties so many plot threads together and the the ending in particular, the way mm. that it, it sets stuff up for the future. It's such a mature, strong ending, isn't it? Like it's absolutely, it's not it's, just the showy comic book stuff that we've sometimes been subjected mm. to. It's, Oh, I just want to talk about it even more. I'm just <laughs> but, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> anyway, off air. We'll, we'll talk about it there. So yeah, Spider-Man's great. Go watch it. Uh, how about you? What, what have you been doing this past week? Well, like I said, I watched uh, a little a little bit more Jobless Reincarnation, which mm-hmm. um, was very fun. Um, I like, I'm glad. I, I, it's, it's an unusual twist. I'd quite... I, I guess it's... You know, you drag out the story, you have your mini arcs and stuff. So I would quite, I was quite excited to see him go to the university straight away and sort of yeah. explore the powers and stuff that he could develop. But we've got this other plot line that's been hemmed in there uh, for now. So I don't know how long it'll be until I see that. Um, but I'm, I'm still enjoying it. I think the relationships between the characters and his, the, between him and his uncle and stuff like this, that yeah. we're learning more about the family name and we're le- learning more about the world, which... It's very exciting and good for a story to have that uh, deeper level um, behind <laughs> it. So aside from that, I've, I'll tell you what, I started watching last night and I haven't even finished the first episode because I just okay. ran out of time. Um, the Netflix reboot of Shaman King. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, we should, well, we should cover that. I've been watching we that. Should. Um yeah, I, I've also been watching the uh, the Netflix reboot of Shaman King um, up through like the when most did recent it, when episodes. When did it pop? Because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see, I didn't notice because I'm not on any of the forums or anything, and I didn't really know when it when it was landing. Yeah, right? but we talked it, about it, it at the time, didn't we? When we recorded our original Shaman King episode with Ollie, we yeah. talked we talked about it, the fact it, that was it was on the way. Yeah, yeah, it it was coming. Um, 
I have been watching it since it released. I think it was like the just after Ollie's episode, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so right. m- middle to late end of last year. And I've been watching every every week since. Um mm. Yeah, um it's 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 very different. Um again, I think it's by the same studio who did um this week's episode. I think it was I think it's by JC stuff, I think. Uh you can correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. So you say it's very different. I mean the first ten minutes I felt beat for beat it was very similar. Oh actually they seem to have condensed some stuff down. It it is very it yeah. when I started watching it the first three episodes of 2020, uh, 2021 Shaman King mm. smash, I think, the first maybe f- five to ten episodes of right. the original into it. Because by the time we finish episode three of 2021, uh, we're already past the Len fight. We're past the... Uh, and we're already starting the shaman fight proper. I think, if I if I remember correctly. Okay. Well, but what do you think? Like, it would be really interesting to do maybe a, a comparison of the first the first three, or even just the series, because. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I never saw Shaman King through, um, through to to through to the end. I, I think I watched a couple more episodes, but then actually, I don't even know if I did. You know. I don't know what mm-hmm. I don't know how how much I pursued the original Shaman King, but um, yeah, we should definitely go back to it like i say i only watched like the first 15 minutes or first 10 10 minutes or so um yeah and, and i was intrigued because the characters it, it's interesting because it's not like i i think i was expecting you know when you see like a remake of something in the western world when it's like live action or whatever you yeah. completely recast people you might completely shift genres you might completely change how it's interpreted and how you interpret that original media but but because this comes from manga i didn't really think i I I thought i'd see more differences but because the characters are all pretty much drawn very similarly you're going off that core that that um what's it called the 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 source source material um there is a lot of familiar vibes there's a lot of familiar you know it it is shaman king it's it's the the content hasn't changed so it's um it's just sped up a little bit and it's in a more modern style yeah yeah, and the animation's probably going to be more crisp and more pixelated. <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I wasn't blown away by the animation, but I haven't watched any fight scenes yet or anything yet. So uh, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll see when I get to them. But yeah, def- I'm, the jury's out. But I'm, I'm excited to sort of give that a watch sort of a bit more casually because um, yeah. it's obviously a nice shonen-y one that we can sort of have on the side. Yeah. you got to have that. Shown in detox every now and then. Mm. Right. Fabulous. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, yeah, I think that's about it. We'll leave it there. Um, if you've stuck around this long, thank you all for listening and for being a part of our wonderful community. And Thanks very much. Hit us up with what you think we should watch next. Um, um, yeah. Got lots lots of things to look forward to. So, uh, yeah. We'll see you next week in the universe. Blah, blah, blah. Yep, yep, see you later. Yep. 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 Good. Yep. Bye. Good.